seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Hi, and welcome to the Marketing Essentials Podcast. Our unique team helps small businesses grow by providing essential marketing expertise. Hello, and welcome to the Marketing Essentials Podcast. My name is Bill from WPOMTF Photography. I'm Justin with Justin Kerr Design. And I'm Alicia with the Spark Social. And together we make up the, the Marketing, marketing Essentials, Essentials Team. team. So today, our resident expert, Justin Kerr, is going to be talking to us about the value of print marketing. No pressure there, right? No, no. an expert? <laughs> well, you know, compared to the two of us, you're definitely an expert. Does that count yeah, for anything? I suppose it's all in context, isn't it? <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay. No, uh, Justin, I've seen some of your work, and uh, there's no doubt in my mind that you're an expert in your field. Oh, well, so. thank you very much. So having said that... Take it over. It's all yours, my friend. Okay. So I wanted to talk today about the value of print marketing. Now, we talk so much about digital, and digital is great, but print is by no means dead. No, no. And no. actually, uh, I believe it has... Even... I don't think it ever died. <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's much... It's still alive. It's, it's funny how the naysayers will say, oh, this is dead, that's dead. It's, right. You know, it's the people that usually want it dead for some reason. I mean, I think we were supposed to, according to um, Bill Gates, we were supposed to be a paperless society by now. Well, I mean, I've been hearing... That didn't happen. I've been hearing for <clears throat> probably the better part of three or four years that... DSLR professional photography is dead because, no. because iPhones are taking over. Yeah. Okay. No. Not there yet. I think they can coexist. But yeah, I agree. But anyway, sorry. But the value of print marketing is, uh, I think one of the reasons it's valuable now is because the proliferation of digital marketing. Yeah. So it's really opened up the space for print marketing to shine. And I'll get to that. But the at the base level, there's some things about print marketing that are valuable. One of them is haptics. And haptics is a term... Okay, I was going to say, what, yeah, is, what is haptics? I'm going to explain that. <clears throat> haptics is basically, the definition of that is communicating through touch. So when you pick something up, the feel of it, the touch of it, communicates something to you. So sort of like the haptic feedback you have on your phone. <clears throat> yeah. So if you know you have an app on your phone that provides that haptic feedback, when you press something, it yeah. vibrates or it it feels like something happened. Yeah, yeah, you get yeah. that feedback. But it also relates to the touch and feel of something. You know, if you're, if you're say, you pick up someone's business card. A good example would That's be... That's exactly what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the first thing. Well, we were at, just, I think Justin's talking about an event we were at not too long ago. That you're talking about? Right. Well, you, you had come to my, my networking group and you'd handed out your cards and I saw several people with your, with your card in their hand just rubbing it. Mm-hmm. Because the for good luck for good yeah, luck yeah. right because it's got foot. a picture of a <laughs> lamp on it and you rub it and the yeah. genie comes no, out. The, the reality is is Justin hooked me on with this group uh, that makes uh, business cards called Moo.com. Mm-hmm. They're, right. they're local. Very nice cards. They make incredible cards. But Justin's mm-hmm. what Justin's talking about is they have a feel to them. The ones I get are what they call soft touch. Right. And they've got a feel on them that gives you that real soft feel to it. It's a very feel buttery like, feel. Yeah, it doesn't feel like yeah. a, a traditional business card would feel. Plus, they're also thicker. So you, you've got not only the, the feel of it, but you can also feel the, the, the thickness of it. You know? Exactly. It's, it's not flimsy like a normal card, uh, business card. And I've seen more than one person take your card and just yeah. rub it between their fingers. And that communicates something. Oh, okay? yeah, absolutely. You know, there's a certain quality to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're assigning value to this, whether they do it consciously or subconsciously. 
they're feeling that card and they're enjoying that experience and they're assigning value to that piece of marketing that you've just handed to them. And, and let me correct me yeah. if I'm wrong. The, the hope is that they're, they're assigning that same value to my business. Exactly. There's a mental connection between the feel of that marketing piece, that business card in their fingers, mm-hmm. and you and the service and the products that you provide. Sure. So there's a definite brand value to print marketing. Yeah, you funny, can, funny story. Can I, in my yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I've had these, these business cards now for a couple of years, and one of the great things is I can, because of being a photographer, I'm able to put multiple photos on, on my business cards. So no two business cards are really alike. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I've had many people say to me, you know, how much does it cost to get these? And, and usually they choke a little bit when I tell them the price. Yeah, they're more expensive. Because it moves a little bit on the expensive side. But then my next response to them is, but look what it did to you when you picked up the card. Mm-hmm. What was the first thing Enough you did? Enough that they asked for the... Exactly. Yeah. So, it, it, and that's the difference between cost and value. Absolutely. And that's what I was trying to get to is, you know, you can't put a price on value. Right. You know, right. It, the value and of so what And so you spend a little bit client. more on those cards, oh, but... Yeah. They're memorable. Absolutely. And you're more likely, not just with that single business card, but with all of the touches that your marketing does, whether it's your website or your Instagram, but in addition to that card, Mm -hmm. you're more likely now to stay top of mind than somebody who has a card from an online, you know, mass printer. The ones that do 500 for like nine bucks. Right. Yeah. Yeah, No. And even like I had to get temporary business cards for my business and I was a little skeptical that they would come across cheap and I don't want that brand perception. Like I want that polished, more heavy card that just like the haptic sense of it is it's a better card. It's a better business. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, so fill me in on how, Print marketing helps you with your branding. Well, it's several ways. When we just talked about the the value when you produce a quality piece, somebody assigning value to that piece and by correlation assigning value to you, right? There's that part of it. But there's also the what I call the neurological connection. So there have been several studies done, and I'll put a link in the show notes for this, Several neurological studies have been done with print marketing versus digital marketing. And the result of that is that in these studies, people had a less cognitive load in understanding what they were looking at on a print piece versus a digital piece. Now, what I mean by cognitive load... I was going to say, you put a lot of big words in there. (laughs) Bring the syllables down for somebody like me. So, So... When they saw a digital piece of marketing and the same information and the same message in a print piece, so when they see the same print piece, the print piece is easier to understand. It's easier to take in and and get the understanding of it immediately, and it's more memorable, okay? One of which is that it's engaging more than one sense. So you're seeing it and you're feeling it. So let me get this straight. The goal of good print marketing is to engage more than one sense? That's one thing. And what they found in the studies is that it had the print piece had a less cognitive load, meaning it was easier to understand mm-hmm. than the digital. Okay. Now, the study gets into a lot of the finer details of that, but the fact is that the printed piece has an advantage over the digital one is because easier to understand in a quicker manner and more memorable because you're engaging now the sense of touch in addition to sight. Mm-hmm. So the more gate and the more senses that you can engage, and this is why video is so hot. Sure, sure. Because you're engaging both sight and sound. 
Okay. And if you do a lot of Facebook Live, sight, sound, and now you're interacting with it. So you're really engaging three senses there. Now, I would imagine, and maybe you can correct me on this one, um, yep. with print pieces, they're more also upfront. If I go watch a, uh, a Facebook Live video, <clears> I shut off my phone and I'm done. I walk away from it. That's probably the last I'm going to think of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, our, our fact good, is, printed pieces hang around. I was going to say, our good, friend, <laughs> our, our good friend Bob Salvis, who does send out cards, right. he sent us a card, and that card sat around in my, in my living room for a while, and I saw it, and mm-hmm. it brought me back to him. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a huge... We've talked about that in the podcast before. Right. So there's a certain permanence. There's a permanence, and that's what I was trying yeah. to get at, is as opposed to... the. As much as I love digital, because that's how I make my money, but the reality yeah. is... And I'm not knocking digital, no, no, no. And, we'll, and we'll get to that you know, a little bit later, but I... Just to finish up the neurological study, so less cognitive no- load, yeah. easier to understand. Also, the print piece versus the digital had a better ability to motivate and persuade. Again, because you're assigning a value to that printed piece. Mm. Okay? Yeah, interesting. And it's, it's personal. You're holding it in your hand. Mm-hmm. Okay? You're interacting with it versus yeah. digital. You're, there's a disconnect there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the last thing was the printed pieces held the attention longer of the person looking at the material. Mm-hmm. So their ability to understand, remember, the ability to motivate and persuade the consumer and also hold their attention longer, printed, had it over digital. That actually works in my business too. Uh, the reality of it is. Have you ever, let me give you a little scenario. Okay. Have you ever seen people sitting around a phone looking at a bunch of pictures? Versus a photo album. Yeah, they're looking on it. They may look a minute or two. But what happens if you put a photo album in the middle of a room? You're yeah. going to sit down. Someone's going to hold the photo yeah, album. And someone's going, oh, hey, do you remember that? Oh, do you remember that? Do uh-huh. you, you know, hey, there's Uncle Joe, you know. That's the slowly powerful. turning the pages. Yeah, they're really engaged with the and, book in and, front and of I them. And I would argue, much to what you're talking about, Justin, people take a little bit more time with a printed piece. They do. It's not a case of, you know. It's you, not as disposable. You're not just going, Phew. Yeah, I'm making the sliding noise so people know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Bill is swiping his finger back and forth. Right. So like you. you would do on a phone. Right. And uh, I've caught myself many times, especially on Instagram, just swipe, swipe, swipe. And I maybe give a second or two to every image. Right. But you put that same a, a photo album in front of me, it's a lot slower. So anyway, mm-hmm. that's, just, that's just my... Right. Sorry to me to pull you off. So there's a brand value to it. There's a, a consumer value to it. Sure. Okay. And how the the... Consumer responds to the marketing when it's printed versus digital. And then there's a, a marketing value to it. So because so many things are digital now, and be, you know, if you go on to Facebook, you just have ads screaming at you mm-hmm. all the time. You, banner ads, things on the side, things within you know, social media. Sure. But they disappear very quickly. Yeah, they do. Why. They disappear very quickly. Especially when you start getting into stories and, and whatnot on digital. Right. Mm-hmm. So what that does for print is it opens up the space more for print. If you think about it, the amount of, I'll call it marketing mail, that you get now versus the amount of marketing mail you got 10 years ago. Oh, vastly different. Vastly It's different. less, isn't it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I, I can remember opening up my mailbox when I was younger and... You know, stuff just spilling. Yeah, out. You, yeah. Now it's not as not as prevalent. Right. So it's almost like print, which is considered traditional or old school, can be a disruptor. It can because the 
the space it's operating now is less crowded because of digital. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you sense. have a better chance, especially, and Bob Salvas talked to us about this when he was on uh, way, way back, talked to us about direct mail. He said that the advantages now of print marketing is that they use some of the same technology and some of the same strategy as digital, so they can really target their audiences. Yeah, yeah. you can definitely target better than you could years ago. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So not only is print going to be more significant because you're targeting an audience, but also because the space itself is much more open. Sure, so sure. fewer pieces coming through the mail, plus you're targeting your audience. Mm-hmm. Your chances of getting someone's attention and them interacting with your piece and assigning value and then eventually being sent to a website or being, or, you know, send an email or a phone call, much, much greater uh, now than it used to be. Yes, absolutely. So, oh, God. Oh, no, I was just going to say, you know, and I think you just, a lot of print, I think the reason maybe people get turned off is because they don't, the same reason they get turned off about social media, they don't take the time to think about what would be a good piece, what would connect with my core audience, what would make sense for copy and conversion, and they just kind of like, yeah, we're here, and this is our address, and buy from us now. And and they don't put a lot of thought into the yes, brand. Yes, I, I do think that printed pieces are much more considered than, than digital. And, and I, actually, I should have done this before we started recording, but Bill, right behind you, I brought some printed stuff. Okay, here's, here's the point where I make at. a lot of rattling. Hold That's on. That's okay. Here we go. Sorry. Don't fall, Bill. So, yeah, so I wanted to, I wanted to bring in some pieces. Um, I didn't know we were having show and tell. Oh, yeah. How cool is that? So I was able to, not too long ago, I was able to take a tour of one of my favorite uh, print and production facilities, Signature Printing. Oh, nice. The rep there just gave me a ton of samples uh, to take home, but some of them are, are quite... Amazing. I mean, again, you know, sort of talking about like the haptic nature of some of these printed pieces. I mean, here's one uh, mm. for a college. Wow, that, you can feel it. I mean, the minute you touch it, it's like it's it doesn't feel like a, a normal piece of. Right. It's much thicker pages. And like here's here's one with uh, with a die cut on That's it. Nice. You know. So Justin will visually show everybody these after. The podcast. Sure. I think I'll be posting in the Something notes. tells me I'll have to take some photos of some of these and throw them up there for you. Oh, but, this is really you know, cool. The quality of the paper, the, the, the finish on the paper, the photography, I mean, it all adds to the experience of a printed piece. Hmm. You know? I mean... Yeah, you can definitely tell these are well thought out. Oh, absolutely. Even so... Colors, everything. Yeah, and some of these, some of these are, are coded, some of them are uncoded, and, you know, all of that lends to the quality of the value that you assign the piece. So like here's a beautiful little piece for cross pens. It's a nice little coated That's uh, oh, like a glossy. Oh nice. Yeah, catalog. But the the high gloss on the paper stock Ooh, wait, rip- wait. I opened up to the pen I want to get. Yeah, those are beautiful pens, aren't they? Yeah, that's a nice one. Everybody that knows me knows that I'm a huge Captain America fan and I but, just opened up to a Captain America pen. I want uh-huh. this but think about for a minute about the, what you're yeah. feeling on the paper and the oh, yeah. material that the pens are made of and the relationship between the two. Oh, yeah, because when you feel a pen, it's got that gloss feel to it. Right. And the paper has that same very feel. Here, Alicia, check this out. Wow, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you won't be able to feel 
these if we post them online. But yeah, no, yeah. but we can we can Visually, describe the best can, we can. Yeah. But like, here's a great little piece, you know. So this was this was put together for a manufacturing company that does all these little drill bits and things. And here's here's a handy little index that you know if you're <coughs> using their materials, you can hang it in your shop as a reference piece, right? I'm gonna knock over my night. You might have the same information on your phone, but how often are you going to whip out your phone and well, take a look at it versus... This thing's actually got an index on it, which you couldn't do with your phone. So, right. Uh, it's pretty cool. So there's a lot of value to, uh, to print marketing. You know, when you are strategic about it, you understand your audience. And this is different than digital. I mean, you have to understand your audience. You have to understand who mm-hmm. you're trying to market to. And you apply the same thing to a print piece, and you can do some really, really neat stuff. You know what I noticed about this, and maybe you can speak to this, Justin? Now, this card here, I, I, I look at the front side of it, and I flipped it over like you normally would. You grab it from the bottom and flip right. it over. As soon as I flipped it, it's right side up. Have you ever done that with you, when, when they print it the same way on both sides? And then you're reading, all of a sudden you flip it over, and it's upside down? Yeah. This was actually thought out well enough to when I flipped it over, it was perfectly right side up. I... I Maybe that's just a small thing to notice, but well, it's a small thing, but it's you noticed it. I did. That's what I'm saying. And the way they built this piece, you're more likely to turn it end over end than you are side to side. Exactly. So somebody thought enough about that, and that was one of the first things I caught playing with it. But anyway, yeah. And uh, you know, here's another example. My uneducated eye. A a little uh, bookmark, right? Yeah. For Johnson Wales University, with some of their information on the back. I've got a stack of bookmarks at home, right? Because. Like most people, I've got three or four books going at the same time. That's all? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. So these little bookmarks are great for keeping your space in the book, but they're permanent marketing Mm -hmm. for this organization, right? So just the the practical application of, you know, print marketing, the haptic nature of it, the, the, the ability to communicate your brand, is just tremendous. I mean, there's just certain things about print that you're not going to be able to do in digital. So now, are you seeing, uh, just a little question. Go ahead, yeah, yeah. Are you seeing an uptick in requests for print marketing versus digital marketing, or is it still a little on the slow side? Well, I'm glad you asked because that was the next point I wanted to make huh? is that See, I'm, I'm, I'm ahead of things. Yeah. Who knew? You're ahead of the curve, man. First time for everything. The, I, digital is great, and I'm extremely glad that you know we have the ability to market digitally. And I think the combination of print marketing and digital marketing is a very powerful combination. So we've talked before in general on this podcast about needing seven to nine touches mm-hmm. with a, a prospective client or customer before, before, they before you start to become top of mind, right? You start to stick in their head. Well, if you're only doing digital you're kind of limited as to how you might be able to do that touch. Yep. You might have two or three touches through digital. But if you expand that out to print marketing, now you can double those number of touches. Mm-hmm. Right? If not more. Yeah. If not more. So I think the combination of the two is very, very powerful. Now the key is to have consistent branding because when they see a printed piece and then they see something digitally... They need to know they're looking at the same company. So they the can make the connection. Yeah. Otherwise, make no the connection. connection. Yeah. Very, very important. And this is where I would say working with a professional or a professional agency mm-hmm. is important because they will make sure that your marketing is consistent mm-hmm. across all your channels, whether it's print, mm-hmm. whether it's um, on air, 
whether it's billboards, whether it's digital, wherever it is, they're going to make sure that your branding is consistent. Right. And that's the key because if your branding isn't consistent, you've lost all the potency of those different touches. I think right. I, well, I was just going to say, like, if you get something in the mail and then you <clears throat> see a website on there to find more information and you go online and the website looks nothing like you're looking back at the print ad or the direct mailer and you're like, is this even the same company? That's that's really bad. Yeah, yeah. And then the, you know, going back to the, the several touch points is you want that kind of like whether they saw something online and then they're driving down the highway and they see a billboard and it's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I've seen that, you know, because yeah. it has that consistent sure, that, look and feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm, the brand. Now, getting today with losing my thing. Oh, look at this. Spider-Man. I'm kidding. <laughs> Sorry. He just Sorry. handed me something that was like a, oh, wow, that is very cool. Isn't that cool? The photography in that's, that's terrific. That's incredible. The lighting on the on this fabric, magnified 100 Hush times. Glass. Oh, no. And there goes my glass. No, saved it. I'm okay. Oh. Didn't blow anything up. Uh, so, yeah, it's very cool. Uh, let's let Alicia see this here. It's a it's a really cool folder that he just showed me by Polartech. Po- yeah, Polartech. Yeah, so that actually brings up a good point. So we have in front of us different types of print material. We have folders. We have bookmarks. We have um, little booklets of collateral. We have um, like that little like one sheet with the tool on it. Mm-hmm. So how does a business decide what type of print material, what type of haptic? I guess, marketing experience they want to create for their user. Because, like, if I was, like, a plumbing company, I don't think, like, a bookmark would be right for me, right? But you could do, like, a little tool or something, like a, like, I don't know. Like, I'm not sure. Yeah. (laughs) and I I think (laughs) No, it's an excellent question. (laughs) Um, Wait, you guys don't read in the bathroom? Well, I'll tell you what what my plumbers have always done is, you know, they have magnets. the magnets or the stickers mm, yeah. that they put on your water heater or your furnace when they leave so that next time you go to your furnace, you're just looking at their marketing. Yeah. You know, their name, their phone number, and if you're down there because something's wrong, guess who you're going to call don't. first? I just had my water heater replaced, and sure enough, on the water heater is a magnet with the, the company logo and the name right. and the phone number. Mm-hmm. Now, another thing is when print marketing is done right and, and you know what your clientele is, Mm-hmm. It can be powerful. Absolutely. I, w- yeah. I was at a networking event not too long ago, and I bumped into a lot of real estate agents along the way. And I happen to be a big baseball fan. Well, she handed me a magnetic um, business card. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the- attached to it was the Boston Red Sox schedule, schedule for this oh, year. Oh, my real estate agent gave me that too. So mm-hmm. the great thing about it is now I'm seeing her face every time I go and look to see what time the game is today. Right. Yeah. Well, it's, it's the same uh, question that that you would ask, Alicia, if you're talking about social media marketing is like, how can we provide value Mm -hmm. to the people that we're talking to? And the same thing for print, you know, so if you're saying, well, what kind of print piece would provide the most value to the people that I'm marketing to? And it, maybe it is a magnet or maybe it is, you know, uh, a schedule, you know, for a local sports team with your marketing on it. Maybe it's, you know, like the piece that we saw with the, the, the card that you can set up in your shop yeah. that has all the gauges on it for a particular tool. It's like you have to know your audience and you yeah, have absolutely. to be able to say, okay, what would bring them value? Because that's what's going to make the piece useful and memorable. Okay, so my question, the next question is, obviously our listeners are small, medium business size on, uh, business owners, excuse me, business size owners. Yeah. <laughs> champagne. No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, no more champagne no for more you, champagne Bill. For me. Um, they're small to medium business owners. Yeah. And they are dealing with so much in their life, yeah. you know, trying to get the business going. 
that they may not give a ton of extra thought to is my branding on point between digital, between uh, my print marketing, my right. video marketing. So what do you say to somebody that says, hey, I got too many balls in the air. I can't think about doing that. Stop mm. tossing the balls and stop and go back and work with someone who can help you because I've worked with companies where I don't do the print side of it. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you know, we'll be running a social media campaign and they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, we're doing this print campaign in the Boston Globe. And it's like it looks nothing like we're doing online. Yeah, and then and I have to hustle and change up our creative to make their Facebook cover reflective of it. And then their website's not updated. And they're siloing their marketing to the point where it's like, don't even spend the money. Stop. Yeah, because Stop. you're being ineffective. And I guess yeah. that was where my question was coming from is what do you say to somebody that is just jumping all over the place? <laughs> What's the first? I mean, because we've seen it. We've all seen it. Right. You know? The right. business owner is like, somebody asked him, hey, do you want to do a newspaper? I'd, Great, I'll do this. And it kind yeah, of, it they depends. just sign off on things yeah. left yeah. and right. Right. Because they don't have time to think about it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I think to answer part of your question, I think it depends on what stage they're in. So I work with a lot of different stage businesses, you know, entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. startups, um, you know, businesses that are moving into the second stage of their growth and development. Mm-hmm. But if I were talking to, say, a startup and they wanted to know, well, if there's so many things we could do, where do we start? I think the most basic component of any business has got to be the business card. Sure. Yeah. I agree. Okay? I agree. When you're networking, when you're talking to people, you give them that piece and it gives them enough information for them to contact you, whether it's through your website, your social media, your phone number, and it gives them a little bit about who you are and, and what you do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's the most basic component. Now, I might also recommend some sort of piece that they could either mail to somebody or they could leave behind. Like when you and I worked together uh-huh. to develop your brand. Oh, yes, many years ago. You know, so <laughs> we, we started with the website, uh-huh. your social media, your business card, and postcards. Yep. Those were the basic components. And the I po- like that. I really do. And, yeah. And, and, but he, just to brag on you a little bit, uh, I have talked to people about branding and things like that in the past. And let me tell you, when you sit through the process with Justin of going through your branding, it is comprehensive. He brought up things that I never even thought about when it came time yeah. to, to sitting up my logo. I, and and it, kudos to you because you, you've got the experience to know, okay, this is something you may not need right this minute, but maybe five years down the road you're going to need this. Yeah. I want to make sure it fits in with your branding now as opposed to you having to figure out how to get it to work five years from now. Right. There's, and there's a process behind it. It's not yeah. just like, what color do you like and what font? We're on a roll. No, there's a process, and I'm going through it right now. Yeah, yeah. So, but I like the idea of the postcards because, like, literally my business partner, I felt um, kind of like we couldn't go out and network without the business cards, so we got, like, a temporary one. But the second thing that I think is really important is having that postcard. I want to do a thank you card, but maybe we'll keep it like a general postcard. So after you've met with someone in a networking event or somebody contacts you from online, you now have a follow-up that brings it into a different different, um, touch point. And and the interesting part about when Justin uh, designed the postcards for me, it was through the same company, Mm -hmm. Mm Moo.com. And I had the same option, so I could pick multiple photos. Ooh, and now I like I, if I've got a business to consumer, you know, family photography type thing, I can send them one type of postcard Beautiful. that may be a, a picture of their child on it. I could do that if right. I wanted to. Or I could, for my commercial clients, I may have a picture of their building from a drone view. More of like an industrial or versus industrial. like a retail shop versus like a restaurant. Yeah. I think there's so many different, yeah. yeah and, it, and it fits in perfectly with my branding. Uh, Justin gave a lot of thought to the colors and the, and the schemes for everything. And 
I'm thrilled with what I've got, and it, and it works well across the board. Yeah. I don't see myself needing to change it anytime soon unless Justin goes, okay, it's getting old. Then move on to something else. When the expert tells you. Yeah, <laughs> until the expert tells me otherwise. But, <laughs> I mean, sorry, this is not a uh, <laughs> pat Justin on the back kind of day, but it's No, but I'm enjoying it. Thank you very much. No, <laughs> I, I wouldn't say if it wasn't true. You know me better than that by right. now. Uh, so, anyway, sorry. So, sort of wrap this up. Um, print definitely has print marketing has a lot of value. Yes, so uh, we talked about the haptic value. We talked about the the touch and feel of it and how it can communicate things about your brand. The consumer value, you know, just those neurological studies that where people are associating certain value to print versus digital, mm-hmm. and the fact that you can combine it with digital marketing and other forms of marketing to create this powerful combination mm-hmm. that when it's targeted properly and your branding is consistent is you almost can't lose. <laughs> you know, you're going to come across as professional and unique and you will be top of mind. So first step for, for somebody that has not given any thought to any of the print process, it would it be the business card or is it? First step, contact Justin Kerr. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, you're not going to be able to get uh, out this door today. <laughs> I know. My head's going to be huge. Look, they're um, lining up already. Yeah. There they are. Um, if, if you're, like I said, if you're a startup you know, and you have nothing right now, I think the most important thing is business card and website okay. and, and some sort of presence on social media. Those would be the three legs of the stool. Mm-hmm. If you've already established yourself and you're thinking, well, we should really, you know, we need some print pieces, well, then sit down and talk with a professional like myself or one of the other wonderful uh, marketing agencies in Rhode Island or Southeast Mass., But sit down and talk with a professional because they're the best person to guide you through this process, ask you the questions that you didn't even know you were supposed to be asking, and help you get the most for your money. Because, you know, like anything in marketing, if you take a shotgun approach, you might hit one or two, but you're going to miss so many. Is that worth spending the kind of money for? Yeah. And if you want to, you know, money, you know, a lot of budgets are very tight. And so you want to get the most for what you're spending. So it's worth sitting down with a professional and talking to them about developing a strategy for your print marketing. Yeah. So if you need that, you need to contact JustinKerrDesigns.com. It's <laughs> design.com. Design. It's not, I, 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 I know, the S I know, I know. It's so easy to say the S. So many people do that. I don't know why they yeah. do that. And Just, you can find them on our website as right. well. JustinKerrDesign. <laughs> I don't know what I'm and saying I do, anymore. Seriously, though, I, one of the things that I've been offering recently, which I think would be helpful for a lot of our listeners, uh, I do offer 90-minute design strategy consultations. What? what? I'll tell you after. Okay. <laughs> Something um, struck me as funny. Sorry. Oh, okay. So 90-minute design consultations. So I can sit down and help you develop a strategy and a game plan and some action points that you can then take forward. So if, if you just need someone to kind of get you rolling and get started out of the gate, those consultation sessions are, are absolutely worth it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think we're at the, uh, the point in our podcast that we get to every, time, every week. Yep. Where we say, see you next week. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us today. And as always, you can find the back episodes of our podcast on Apple Podcasts. And you can also find us on our YouTube channel. Both of them are the Marketing Essentials team. You can find us on the web at marketingessentialsteam.com. 
And if you subscribe through our website, you'll receive a weekly email and letting you know when each episode has been published. Also, you'll receive a link to subscriber-only content. You can also find us on Facebook in our private Facebook group. Just search Little Roadie Marketing Support Group. It's a great place for other marketing professionals and business owners where we can share marketing advice, challenges, and general trends. Hope to see you there.